infant massage instructor, Helen Thompson. Hello and welcome to First Time Mums Chat. Being a parent for the first time is challenging and changes your life in every way imaginable. To help ease your transition into parenthood, I aim to offer supportive, holistic approaches and insights for mums of babies aged four weeks to 10 months old. My goal is to assist you to become the most confident parent you can and smooth out the bumps along the way. This podcast is brought to you by My Baby Massage. So let's do this together. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please contact a medical practitioner if you are concerned or have any medical issues. Over the years as a child care educator and infant massage instructor, I have seen a shift in the way parents are bringing up their children. That is why I have called this podcast Modern Parenting Isn't Working and Why. I am an open-minded person who believes that everything will work out for the best. I hope that these tips that I'm going to share with you will give you an insight into why I feel this way. I have worked with children and their parents for many years, both in Australia and overseas, and what I have seen over the years alarms me. In this podcast, I'm going to discuss some of my experience from my childcare and baby massage background. These topics include teaching our children respect from an early age, have we lowered our standards, reliance on shortcuts and technology to entertain our children, putting our children's needs first before our own, and ways to cope with the first years of life, the positive things you can do to turn a negative behaviour into a positive one, going with your own principles and taking from others what you find valuable, and a brief introduction to how music can help you and your baby. Here are some of the problems as I see them. Some mothers and parents have a fear of their children having a temper tantrum. And here is an example. I call it the cup test or water bottle test, depending on how old your child is. I have observed a parent getting a young child a drink in the morning. If the child says, no, I want the blue cup, not the red, the parent has already poured the milk into the cup. But I watch carefully to see how the parent reacts. More often than not, the parent rushes to get the cup that they want and pours the milk into that cup before the child has a meltdown. This is where I believe the parent is making a mistake. I think to myself, what are you afraid of? Who is in charge here, you or your child? Let them have a temper tantrum. It is not the end of the world. Walk away so you do not hear it, but please do not give in to your child. You are just giving yourself extra work and even more importantly, you are teaching your child if you don't give them what they want, they're going to throw a temper tantrum and have a meltdown. When our children misbehave, whether that be in public or at home, parents these days just shrug their shoulders and say, that's just the way kids are. Let me assure you that that does not have to be the case. Children are more than capable of showing respect to the parents or elders. Whether that be with manners or chores, they just need to be taught self-control. When I was growing up, I was taught to help lay the table for dinner and asked to get down and encouraged to respect my elders. The only reason that children misbehave today is because parents have not shown them how to behave. 
They expect to get what they want. It's as simple as that. Teach them good manners and respect them and you will get it in return. The other point I want to make that's alarming for me is too much reliance on technology and shortcuts for their entertainment. I am all for parents having electronics to help their children on long plane flights and long waits at the doctor's surgery, although I feel a book or a puzzle would be better. I feel that technology is warranted in these conditions. It is great that we can order food online and heat up the so-called healthy food in the microwave. I'm aware that parents are busier than ever these days and both work, and I'm all for taking the easy way when you need to. Although it is important to remember that computer games can entertain your child on long flights or that visit to the doctor, to do it all the time is another thing. It's, it is good for children to learn patience and to entertain themselves without the use of technology or demanding your attention 24-7. It is much better approach to teach them that food does not have to come out of the microwave, steaming hot and ready to eat in three minutes. It is a good, it is a good idea for children to learn patience and to entertain themselves without the use of technology or demanding your attention 24-7. It is a much better approach to teach them that food does not come out of the microwave steaming hot and ready to eat in three minutes. Or ideally, it is better to get them to help you prepare it. If you have a young toddler or baby, make it a fun evening activity or a game. Talk to them while you are preparing the meal. Teach them the names of the vegetables as you are preparing them. That way you are engaging with your child. When children are fussy, teach them to self-settle and encourage them to be patient so they do not expect you to be at their beck and call all the time. If a child falls down, encourage them to get back up again by saying something like, oh, whoops-a-daisy, up you get. This way, you are teaching them to do things for themselves. Show children that technology and shortcuts have their place, but there is a great satisfaction in doing things by themselves give them other things to engage themselves with but please use tv sparingly it is not meant to be a background noise or a babysitter for your child parents often put their children's needs ahead of their own whilst i believe that it is great for parents to take care of their children as they should i am a believer in schedule that suits your child's needs and of practices like feeding and clothing your children first and teaching them respect Sadly, today parents have taken it too far, completely ignoring their own needs and mental health for the sake of their children. I often see mums getting up and down to fulfil the needs of the child, or dads dropping everything to get the child some water when they are on an outing if they are thirsty. Although there is nothing wrong with this approach, of course you can have something to drink, but please wait until we pass somewhere I can get you a drink of water. Using the word no on occasion or asking your child to entertain themselves for a few minutes because mommy is busy or she wants to have five minutes peace is perfectly okay. It also teaches them that respect and care and patience for other people. My concern is if we do not start to correct these parenting mistakes now, soon the children that we are raising today will grow up into selfish, rude and impatient adults. It will not be their fault, but ours. All it takes is to teach your children respect and patience 
This is not to say that we want to make them feel uncomfortable. We just want to teach them in a manner so they are prepared when they grow up. And they will teach their children the same guidelines. So here are a few tips that may assist you to be better parents. Before I get started on these tips, I just want to say, as you all well know, babies do not come with instruction manuals. And my advice is to go with your feelings and do what you feel is best for your child. At the end of the day, you are the best mum and the best parents. So let's get started with the tips. Ways to cope with the first years of life. The first year may be a tough one, but believe me, it will be very rewarding. It may well be a mixture of exhaustion and overwhelming love for the little person you have brought into the world. You will no doubt get a lot of advice from a lot of well-wishers. Some may be useful and some may go in one ear and out the other. The important thing is to take on board what works for you. Sometimes what works for others may not work for you. You will work out what's the best for you and your baby. After all, you are an amazing parent, although you may not think so at the time. Just remember, the more positive and calm you are, the more calm and positive your baby will be. Of course, there will be times when you just want a break from your little one, and that's perfectly normal. Arrange a friend or a relative to take the baby for an hour so you can go out for a coffee or a walk with a friend or just have 10 minutes peace. I'm sure by now you may be thinking, gosh, this is going to be tough. Yes, it will be. But it will also be a magical time for you as you are caring for something so small and beautiful. There will be smiles and tender moments. You will have something that you will cherish. So do your best to enjoy those lovely baby smells and cuddling them. So you feed as you feed and rock them to sleep. Remember, it is your choice which way you choose to feed your baby. There is no right way or wrong way. If you choose to breastfeed or bottle feed, that is your choice. Every parent is an individual and we all make our own choices. If you are a mum that wants to breastfeed and are having problems, talk to your midwife or health nurse. They are so helpful and they will help you along the way. If at the end of the day it doesn't work, ask them for support. They can assist you. I appreciate that some, for some parents they may want to breastfeed and find it difficult. There are people who can support you with this, for example, as I said, a midwife, but most importantly, a lactation consultant. Take the time to find out which professionals work for you. They are there to help you with this process. I know it can be tough. If you decide to bottle feed from the beginning, again, that is your choice. The only thing I would say is try to give your baby the first few feeds from the breast because that has cholesterol in it, which is a bit very, very valuable for your baby. You may feel sleep deprived, which is a nightmare, and it can be painful. You may be so exhausted that you do not know what time of day it is. There will be times when you feel so exhausted that you just want to curl up in a corner and go to sleep. These are times to call for help and take that much needed sleep. Remember, you are not alone. You will survive. You will thrive, and even though you will be more exhausted than you can imagine, you will be okay, and you will work it out best way that suits you. When well-wishers give you advice, take on board what you feel is helpful and go with your own instincts. At the end of the day, it is your baby and your family. You know what is best for your child, 
Some advice may be helpful. It may be something that you have not thought of before. There is no harm in giving it a try. But if it doesn't work for you, do something else that does, and that's perfectly okay. The most important advice I can give you is to cherish good times and take your baby's beautiful smiles when they come along. And that is what you will remember when they're older. If you have the opportunity, paint the little hands and feet and print them as a memory of what they once looked like. Throughout my career as a childcare educator, and more recently as a baby and massage instructor, I have come across a lot of different ways to cope with the challenges of the first year of life. The thing that I have found most useful is to start with a natural approach. Two main theories I try to put into practice from a very young age is Montessori and Rudolf Steiner. There are a lot of resources on these two principles on the internet, but here is a very brief, brief description of the two. Both Montessori and Steiner believe children have a connection to the environment. Montessori focuses on real life experiences and they do not believe in fantasy play and their approach is child-centred. Steiner is more focused on creating integrated learning and the hands-on approach and they do believe in fantasy play and storytelling. One of the things I have taken from these two principles is introducing natural products for your child to experience from a very early age and to avoid social media and the use of essential oils is a great um, benefit that I have taken on board because they have such a calming effect it calms the whole energy for you and your baby there are lots of different kinds of oils that you can put in an infuser for example lavender can help with sleep and spearmint helps with relaxation and helps to calm down the nervous system here are a few ideas that you can do to change a negative to a positive and this is more for the child when they are turning one and are crawling and want to get into everything. When your child gets older it is having, when, and they're having temper tantrums, there are so many different ways that you can change their behaviour. But for this podcast I am focusing on four weeks to 12 months. So here are my tips. Tip number one. When your baby starts to crawl, they would love to get into cupboards and pull things out. So I suggest that you dedicate a drawer that is safe for them to find and easy for them to pull things out. For example, you can put things in there like wooden toys, pots and pans and wooden spoons and things they can bang and make a noise. They love making a noise and what a great way to distract them when you want to get involved with what you were doing in the kitchen. It gives them a sense of independence and they are close to you at the same time. You can also, if you want to do some cooking, you can also put them in a high chair and give them a distraction of some books or even talk to them about the vegetables that you're cooking and tell them the colours and the different colours they are and, and um, talk to them about different kinds of vegetables, etc. Point number two. If your child wants to put something in their mouth that is not appropriate, as we all know, babies and young toddlers love to put things in their mice. It is, a nat it is natural for them to do so, but sometimes they are not safe, and it's a good idea to change it to something else which is safe. 
I'm not talking about a dummy here or sweeps. I'm talking about something they can suck on, like, like a teaser ring or wooden keys, instead of house keys or car keys, as these can be sharp and they may be a safety hazard. There are so many natural things that you can give them. These are just a few ideas. And point number three, limit the use of TV when they are young, as this can be a distraction for them later on. I know it is easy to put a child in front of the TV. If you are preparing dinner and you do not want any distraction from your little toddler, put them in a high chair instead of the TV. Give, give them a chance to be close to you and give them something else to play with, with, like, for instance, books, wooden spoons and rattles. And as I said before, engage them while you are cooking. This way you will be giving them the attention and you can get on with what you want to do. You could also put some relaxing music on as, because this has a very calming, can have a great calming effect. So that brings in the next topic of how does music affect a young child? Music at an early age helps children and babies to express themselves and share their feelings as they can sway and bounce and move their hands in response to the music they hear. This can be things like the wheels on the bus and nursery rhymes or even music that encourages movement. Learn to laugh and repeat words and encourage them to listen to calming sounds. If you are massaging your baby or just engaging with them, singing to them and playing music can be very, very beneficial. When you want them to be calm and relaxed, put on some classical music, for example, Enya or Mozart. And also Vivaldi, this, uh, The Seasons. It's a great one because that, when they get older, can actually encourage them with movement. It is also a good idea to have ways to calm them down before bed or while they are having a bath. It is a great idea to have relaxing music at certain times of the day, as this encourages children to relax. Having some soft music in the background is much better than putting on a TV. It can also be advantageous at an early age as they learn to relax and they will not be so hyped up when it is time for bed or at that witching hour of the day. Here is an interesting thought to ponder about music. Studies suggest that babies who listen to classical music can improve their hearing, spatial reasoning, skills, and even general intelligence. I have found that when I put on relaxing music, it really, really relaxes children. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and find it useful. Please do not forget to check out my website, mybabymassage.net mybabymassage.net, where you can find other podcasts that may be of interest to you. Thank you for listening.